0: Well, hey, folks, and welcome to the Dollar and a Difference Show. My name's Josh, and we here at Social Change Nation are a nation of do-gooders and world benders who are crazy enough to believe that we can change the world with for-profit, for-purpose, social impact businesses. So listen in as we get to the bottom of how you can make a dollar and a difference as a social entrepreneur. All right. Well, I love that song and I love that it's our intro. So again, my name's Josh and you're tuning in to The Dollar and A Difference Show. It's here that we talk all about this idea of social entrepreneurship and social impact business. And every day, we're going to unpack a new topic. Every week, I should say. I'll do this as a weekly show. This is is part of a mini-series that we're doing, by the way. This is a part of a number of seasons that we've done. We started as an interview show. And now we're breaking into this mini-series where I just thought that it was important to take a step back and unpack some of the fundamentals, the building blocks, the basic pieces of what it means to build a social impact business and so that's what this mini series is is going to be about so let's go ahead and just jump right in with today's episode as part of our mini series on social impact businesses alrighty change nation and welcome to today's episode where we're going to talk about what is social entrepreneurship and why does it matter So let's go ahead and start with the obvious, (laughs) the definition of social entrepreneurship, you know, what this is. And I think really importantly, too, how should you tell your friends about it? Because as you launch your social impact business and start talking about social entrepreneurship, or even if you have one already, your friends are undoubtedly asking you about this, you know, what it is that you're doing, what makes it unique, that kind of thing. And one of your most important steps as a social entrepreneur is to be able to really, you know, help us out as a community and, and, and stake your claim on that and stick your flag down and stand up for what this means. So I'm going to give you some help today and talk to you about the definition, some of the different forms of social entrepreneurship, and then, you know, talk about how you can tell your friends about this and some examples you can use, that kind of thing. So let's go ahead and jump right in and let's define social entrepreneurship also known as social impact business. All right, so let's define it. Now, the first thing you should know, I'm not going to lie to you, there are a lot of competing definitions out there. Especially if you go into academia, which I was uh, an aspiring PhD in social entrepreneurship, so I know what's going on there. You know, I think there's a lot of important stuff happening there, but sometimes I think they fight over little words for a very long time and spend a lot of time in it rather than just, you know, getting out and taking action, which is what we do as entrepreneurs. So that's why I joined this camp. But anyway, bottom line, there are lots of different competing definitions out there around social entrepreneurship. But I can tell you this. I've interviewed hundreds of social entrepreneurs around the world. I've worked with startup social entrepreneurs from really every corner of the globe. And across the board, across everything I've read, everything I've studied, this is really the definition that that we use here that we think best captures what's really going on out there. This is what we say. A social entrepreneur is a person who creates a for-profit and for-purpose venture in which the business and social impact missions run in tandem. Let me read that one more time. A social entrepreneur is a person who creates a for-profit and for-purpose venture in which the business and social impact missions run in tandem. Now, I extend on that and I say that our social mission, therefore, becomes a key component of our marketing, branding, and success metrics. So let's just land on that definition here for a minute or two and and unpack it a little bit the biggest thing is that we have this social this social impact mission and a business mission a for-profit mission a sustainability mission that are running in tandem with each other in other words for us as social entrepreneurs we can't have one without the other they they run in tandem they're they're interwoven and because they're interwoven You're going to see that reflected in our branding, how we tell our story, what does our logo look like, what's our tagline, uh, what is our mission statement, right? You're going to see that in how we measure things, how we measure success. I'll give you some examples of that later, but bottom line, when it comes to measuring success, we're not just going to be measuring our profitability, we're going to be measuring our purpose, our social impact. And those are, are, are some really important things. And then also, we're going to, to market that. You know, I, I know that's kind of a standard, traditional term, but bottom line, we're going to share about our impact, our growth, our sustainability with our community, with the people who are our customers, with our stakeholders, with the people invested in us. We're going to talk about that, and we are going to share that story as a way of growing our movement, because we know that the more people we touch, the more impact we make, the more products and services that we move, the bigger impact we make, and that's what defines us as a social entrepreneur. All right, so let's talk about what you would tell your friends when they're like, hey, what is social entrepreneurship? What are you doing with this social impact business? Is that social media or something? I mean, I know I hear that one a lot. You probably have too. Well, here's what I tell people. I like to tell people that I'm a world bender, and I happen to believe that businesses that make a dollar and a difference well, I believe that they're one of the greatest forces for good that we have in the social change space. And I also tell them, because I think this is really important, I also tell them that social entrepreneurship, it isn't just a fad. What we're doing here is we're actually coming in on the beginning waves, by the way, of a movement that is transforming the way that business is done for good. For good. And yeah, that's a play on words, right? Because I mean two things. I mean that we're, we're transforming the way that business is done for the greater good, for social good. But I also mean for good in the sense of forever. Transforming the way that business is done forever. And that's what we're doing as social entrepreneurs. And that's what you need to tell your friends, right? Because we depend on you to help us spread the word about this movement of social entrepreneurship. So think about that. All right, so now I want to talk to you about the different types of social entrepreneurship that we see in the world right now. Now, this isn't necessarily all-inclusive. I see new types of social entrepreneurship probably about every other month. So, you know, but they all kind of fall, I would say, in, in some of these main categories. But, but anyway, I'm sure there will be more is, is what I'm trying to say. But I want to just highlight the main ones that we see in the world landscape today. Now, I'll tell you that a common misconception is that to be a social entrepreneur's business or a, a social impact business, that you have to have this one for one model. Like the one we all probably know is Tom Shoes. You, know, you buy a pair of shoes and Tom, his name's Blake actually, but <laughs> Tom Shoes, the company, gives away a pair of shoes, right? Well, that's a great model and, and you certainly can't deny that that's the model that launched a lot of the major features of this movement of social entrepreneurship, right? I mean, Blake, the guy who founded Tom Shoes, he's, he's a rock star in our movement. He's, he's leading the charge in a lot of great ways. Can't deny that there are a lot. there's a lot of good there, Um, There's also been a lot of challenge at his model, and we won't talk about that now, but we'll talk about that in some other episodes. But but bottom line, there's no denying that this one-for-one model was really a defining moment for our space, okay? But a common misconception is that that's all we are, that social entrepreneurs are all one-for-one models, and nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, I think that that one-for-one model is not the most important and most transformational model we have in social entrepreneurship today now keep listening because i'll tell you which model i think is <laughs> but for now the one-for-one model is is still definitely a, a type of social entrepreneurs business that's out there uh, there are lots of businesses that are doing this well and let's run through just a couple quick examples uh, tom's shoes is one i already mentioned you buy a pair of shoes they give a pair of shoes away listen headphones I'm listening in on a set of Listen Headphones right now. It's spelled L-S-T-N. Listen Headphones, right? They make these beautifully crafted headphones out of repurposed wood. I I truly love them. They are the best, bar none, the best headphones I have ever had. I use them every day when I'm recording my podcast, listening to tunes while I'm working, whatever, right? So they sell Listen Headphones, L-S-T-N. Sells these awesome headphones, but then for every headphone that they sell, They give a set of hearing aids and a hearing exam to a child in need in a developing country through the Starkey Hearing Foundation. Okay, so great one-for-one model there. Life Equals is a great company out of my hometown in Kansas City they sell a nutritional supplement, multivitamins. Uh, Sorry, they sell multivitamins primarily. They're branching out into a lot of different things like energy drinks and things like that that are really cool. Uh, But anyway, and they're healthy energy drinks packed with all kinds of nutrients. They're more of a cold-pressed juice kind of thing, so they're not like the monster energy drink, not that craziness. But anyway, Life Equals, great company, sells multivitamins uh, and that kind of thing. And then they, for every multivitamin they sell they donate a nutritional supplement to a child in need through vitamin angels okay they have uh, up until recently they had a ticker on their website that actually showed how many multivitamins they had donated so coming back to our definition right that ticker shows exactly how many multivitamins that they've donated but think about that for a second for every vitamin they've donated they've made a sale so that also tells you a lot about their sustainability and growth as a business right that ticker So remember when I said that we have these social and business missions running in tandem and we weave it through our marketing, branding, success metrics, that kind of thing. Well, Life Equals did that in a great way by just putting it front and center on their website. You know, so that's an example of a great one for one and a great way that we weave this social and business mission into what we're doing. All right. So those are some examples of one for one companies. Let's talk about another type of social entrepreneurs business. So the next type is what I call a a multi-cause company. In other words, they have lots of different causes that are woven into their business mission. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is really tough to do well. You know, I work with a lot of students, a lot of people that come into our community at Social Change Nation who come at me and they say, you know, we want to build this product that has these sustainable materials. And then we also want to give to this cause. And then we want to hire these people that relate to this cause. And then we, we want to, you know, employ these service partners that relate to this cause. You know, they have all kinds of different things woven in that they want to do. It's really, really hard to do well, but if you're doing it for the right reasons and in the right ways, it can be a really, really good model. Now, the key thing that you want to do if you're going to pursue this model, if you're going to have multiple, and don't worry, I'm going to give you an example here in just a minute of someone who's doing this great, but the key thing that you want to do if you want to pursue this model is you want to make sure that all the causes that, are, are, that you're wanting to contribute to and that you're wanting to support, that they really focus on this one core central mission, and that mission should be at the heart of your brand. Right? So when you're telling this story, it's easy for people to see how all these causes weave into it and fit into it and make sense with it. And by the way, you got to make sure that these causes at some level are going to make business sense for you too. I mean, we're about making a dollar and making a difference. And the fact is, if you're not creating a sustainable business, you're not going to be able to help the people you want to help. So make sure that if you're going after multiple causes, that it, it, it makes sense from a business standpoint too. What I mean by that is Get things that are linked together. And here's here's the example. And this, I think, will help drive the point home. The company that I'm going to use as an example is called Sword & Plow. They've been around for years, and, and I've, I've interacted with them for a long time, really since my earliest days at Social Change Nation, because I love what they're doing. Now, here's what Sword & Plow does. It was started by two sisters that were, were in the military. Uh, they were both West Point grads, and they were actually, one of them was active duty military at the time that they founded the company. So their core, their central mission, was that they wanted to bridge the gap between the military world and the civilian world. In other words, they wanted to help the military community share the story, connect with the civilian world in, in a great and powerful way. And, and with a business, by the way. They wanted to start a business. So they launched Sword and Plow, which makes this incredible line of bags. They're like messenger bags. Uh, we used to call them dop kits growing up, but like you know, travel bags that you'd you'd fly with, wallets, all kinds of of really awesome goods that are made by and large out of repurposed military fabrics. So there are, you know, military canvas, things like that, that they reuse to make these beautiful bags. So that's step one of their cause. Step two, in terms of the people that supply them, that build the products, that kind of thing, they try, uh, and and they've done a pretty good job of this, to work with suppliers that are veteran-owned. Okay, so they have that second component to their cause. Thirdly, they hire or at least try to hire vets, veterans. So they try to bring people who have that military background into their workforce. Right. That's that's number three. Part three of their cause. And part four is that they donate a percentage of their profits to military organizations. Okay, so they have a lot of these different causes that they're trying to touch on. Right. Both in terms of the materials that they use to make the people that they hire, the partners that they do business with. And where they donate their money, those are four different causes, but they're all tied to that central core mission, bridging the gap between the military world and the civilian world. And while they're at it, by the way, they're making some incredible, incredible bags. I just recently got a wallet, bags, wallets, that kind of thing. I just recently got a wallet from them and I'm loving it. I've been using it for a few days, Uh, but swordandplow.com. Uh, is what they are. And that's where you can look at them. And so, you know, that's an example of someone who's doing it real well with these multiple causes. But again, if you're going to have multiple causes, they got to come back to that one central core where people will very quickly look at it and be like, oh yeah, okay. I get it. I get how all of that is linked. And that's the key. It's got to be able to be linked rather than just a hodgepodge of things, which unfortunately I see too many ventures trying to do. All right. So that was, that was type two of social entrepreneurship, these these multiple causes. Type three is a social venture that focuses on community transformation, right? You're transforming one community or, or multiple communities. But the bottom line is you're, you're transforming the lives for a particular group of people. And to best explain this, I'm just going to use an example. Yellow Leaf Hammocks, an amazing company. They make these great woven hammocks. And the whole way that it started was a guy who was a surfer bum, came out, Joe is his name, Joe, Went out to, I believe it was Thailand, but I could be wrong. Sorry, Joe, if I'm wrong. <laughs> um, he went out there. He's a surfer bum, right? So he went out just to catch some waves, that kind of thing. And, and he was doing that. But then he was just like, you know, I'm enjoying this surfing thing, but I got to figure out. There's something more. There's got to be more. There, there is. I know there's more of this country. And I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go find it. So he takes a 20-hour cab ride to the center of the country where he ran into this community of weavers. They had been weaving these great hammocks for a long time that, had, that were being sold on the beach communities there in, in that country. Again, pretty sure it was Thailand um, that were being sold on the board, on the on the beaches of that country. Right. Now, the whole story of this community of people that were weaving those hammocks about 30 years before, uh, they had become the victims of some bigger companies coming in there and had taken over their land and had destroyed it for the farming that they used to do. And then the government came in and got those companies out of there and was like, hey, you you can't do this anymore. And the government came in and was like, "Okay, but we need to try and help this community get a new livelihood because their farmlands have been totally destroyed. So they taught them weaving and then opened up the markets for them to the beach communities. And these communities were doing pretty well selling hammocks to those beach communities. But Joe knew that they could do better. So he loved the hammocks, too, by the way. They were amazing quality, unlike anything he'd ever seen in the U.S. So all Joe did essentially to start was focused on just bringing those hammocks to the United States and introducing them to a new consumer group. And that's what he did. And he started his company called Yellow Leaf Hammocks. And he did really, really well. But the focal point of his company was telling the story of that community and the people in it and how their lives had been changed by this business. That's still the core of his brand. I mean, if you go to his website, Yellowleaf Hammocks, you can read the stories of the weavers, the people who made it. You can read the story of that community and how their lives have been changed by that business. Okay, But that is his social entrepreneurship. To my knowledge, they don't have a giving component, at least not that they build into their brand. You know, I'm sure Joe does his own charitable giving and that kind of thing, but but they don't have that woven into their brand. And that's okay because their social entrepreneurship is how they transformed the lives of the people in that community. Okay. And and it, you can hear me getting passionate on that. and I'm getting passionate for a reason because so many people so often call me and they say, you know, Josh... We're doing this business and we're hiring these people, and this is important to us. And these people have impacted our lives, and we want to make an impact on their lives by giving them jobs. But we just don't know what organization to give to now, and we don't understand what our one for one model should be. Stop. If you're there, stop. <laughs> your business is your social good in those cases. Yellowleaf Hammocks is transforming the lives of people in a community, forever transforming their future and the future of their children and their children's children. That's social entrepreneurship, folks. And if that's what you're doing, just weave it into your brand really, really well. And if you need an example of someone doing it, great. Go to yellowleafhammocks.com. All right. So hopefully I'm clear on that. The last type, the fourth type that I see kind of ties back into the third type. And it's this idea of social entrepreneurship by virtue of who you focus on hiring. So we've got a lot of companies now focused on hiring uh, prisoners who have recently gotten out of jail and then re-entered the system, you know, hiring nonviolent offenders, that kind of thing. Um, Homeboy Industries is a great one. Now, I don't think that everyone there is necessarily reentry, but they all have some experience in their past with gangs. And Homeboy Industries was really founded to bring them out of that. But that's Homeboy Industries' central social impact is that they're transforming the lives through employment. They're transforming the lives of people who were formerly in gangs. Okay. Homeboy Industries, great example of that. Uh, and again, there are lots of prisoner reentry programs or a lot of programs that are focused now on hiring vets like sword and plow, for example. Um, there are lots of impact businesses now that are, are focused on on hiring specifically refugees. Uh, that, by the way, is a major goal for us at Social Change Nation. Uh, refugees, it, it's, That's been an area through Catholic Charities and World Relief. I volunteered for and Jewish vocational services as well. I volunteered with all of those refugee resettlement agencies over the years. That's something that's near and dear to my heart. And so with my business, it's important to me to also focus my hiring as best I can within that community. Right. So that's another type of social entrepreneurship. But there again, if that is at at the center of who you are. As a social impact business this this specific focus on who you hire hiring people in a, comu- in a community that you feel is disadvantaged in some way that alone can be your social entrepreneurship just weave that into your brand and tell the story well and you're all good you don't have to think about this extra step that you necessarily have to take now certainly if you want to donate to a charitable cause you can but just bear in mind that with every added layer you, you put on your business, you add another layer that you know, could potentially challenge your sustainability or could potentially challenge your margins and, and that kind of thing. And, and certainly that's okay if that's what you want to do, but it's not okay if that's going to cripple your business from growing and cripple your business from surviving, okay? So that's that's why you want to try and keep this as simple as you can. And so know that your social entrepreneurship can just be your business mission. In fact, remember how I said, you know, I had this type of social entrepreneurship that I think was really going to be the way of the future? That's it. When your social mission is your business mission, when the reason you exist as a business is also the reason you exist to create social good. In other words, you don't have to do anything extra. It's just who you are as a company. And that is really what I'm seeing become the way of social entrepreneurship. So I want you to think about that part, but let's go ahead and recap real quick what we talked about today. You know, the first part is I defined social entrepreneurship for you, talked about how to talk about that with your friends, and we went through some examples there. And then I broke out the different types of social entrepreneurship. Remember that it's not all this one-for-one model like Tom's Shoes. There are a variety of different models out there. Some examples I had, multi-cause companies like Sword and Plow, uh, companies that transform one community or multiple communities, but that's the focus of their business, right? Yellow Leaf Hammocks was the example I gave you there. And then the last thing we talked about, being a social entrepreneur by virtue of who you hire. Uh, there again, uh, Sword and Plow is a great example of that. Lots of businesses hiring, uh, reentry people who are coming in from out of prison. And then Homeboy Industries, another great example on that. So, all right, folks, that's all we have for today. I hope I've given you some great tools to help you define yourself as a social entrepreneur. Take it easy out there and keep on rocking in Change Nation.